0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. I thought today to take a question that uh, was submitted um, for those of you who who, who are newer to this group. I have a Google form that's available on the IMC website that lets you submit a question if you'd like. And so somebody submitted a question before I went on retreat and I didn't, um, didn't get a chance to respond to it. I'm going to paraphrase the question. The question is something like, how do we work with habits that keep happening habits and patterns of mind that keep happening even after we've been able to understand and see that there's a lot of delusion in those patterns so so what sometimes happens in our practice is that we do see through a particular habit or pattern at times we might understand something about it through the mindfulness and it can feel like the insight or the understanding is so clear that We figure or there's some part of our mind that thinks, oh, I'll never experience that again. And yet the habit comes back. And so how to work with that, how to work with that. And what the first thing I want to say is this happens a lot. This happens to this is this is a kind of a pattern of the way the practice seems to work that we might get to see or understand something about how, uh, how a particular habit or reactivity works, maybe understanding, for instance, something about its conditioned nature. So um, for one of my most familiar habits, patterns of mind, at one point I... Um, I was doing I was doing a retreat and working with that particular habit pattern a lot on the retreat and at a certain point I kind of understood and saw how it was conditioned based on relationships of my life. And so there was a, a deep understanding of how uh it wasn't um it wasn't really me that was making it happen. It was conditioned based on history, based on relationship. And so there was a really deep kind of feeling of ease and release from the, the pattern in that moment. And it did feel so strong that I thought, oh, that, that must be really, like, I must have really seen through something there. And, you know, I was shocked when a day or two later, it arose just as strongly just as strongly, there had been a deep understanding of the conditioned nature and and a really kind of a feeling of compassion too for how that all came together you know the the how the people the the other people in in that scenario in that situation had behaved and that they also had been conditioned so it was really like kind of seeing deep old habits like going back through time and an understanding that this thing that was arising for me right now is just another pattern that was arising in this kind of time, in this, in this um, kind of unfolding of things happening in time. And so there was a seeing of, um, you know, I would say the delusion that was seen through there was that it was me somehow responsible for that pattern. And, and it was pretty clear in that moment that, it wasn't me doing it. And it was such a relief, such a relief. You know, it's like, oh, this pattern is just conditioned. And there was a lot of, of, of letting go around it. And it came back. And it actually came back just as strongly. And that was part that I, I thought it must, it, it should have weakened some, you know. I thought it should have weakened some, but but actually it didn't. The pattern was just as strong. But what was different, and this is, it, it's important to, to understand, I think, in terms of seeing things that come back like this. I mean, first of all, no, you're not alone. You know, this, is, this happens to all of us. So it's, it seems to be part of how the practice works. So, you know, it's not something you're doing wrong in the practice. It's the nature, kind of the nature of how the practice seems to work. We see through something at one moment. The conditions—it's like the the seeing through something in that moment. The conditions were there to allow, in that case, my mind to see how the patterns, uh, uh, what the pattern was, kind of conditioned based on a lot of old history, and so that that moment. Of seeing, the the seeing of that and the clarity of that seeing, there were conditions that came together in that moment that allowed for that and allowed that seeing of that delusion to create a sense of ease in that moment. But what seems to happen is that um, the conditions change, you know, so later, later on, at other times, that the habit, the momentum of that habit, it's like, these habits and patterns that, we, that, that come back a lot, they are deep and old. They're old and deeply conditioned. And um, the, the Buddha, one of the, the teachings the Buddha said at times was, whatever we frequently ponder becomes the inclination of the mind. And it's like certain patterns, certain habits, when we do them a lot, when we engage with them a lot, they get kind of worn, the, the, the grooves in the mind get worn to uh, to kind of perpetuate that, that habit or pattern. And so the the deeply worn grooves, those ruts, they have a kind of a momentum to them. It's not that they're always happening. and as I saw with this particular habit, this, uh, this, the, this flavor of self-hatred, this was the, the pattern I was working with the um the self-hatred wasn't always arising, but there was a kind of a tendency, an underlying tendency for it to happen. So like the, whatever we frequently ponder becomes the inclination of the mind. And so there's, there, it's like, it felt like to me, there were many, many ways into that pattern, many ways into that pattern. And so um, the, the kind of like, different conditions arise and there it is again it's arising again but what what is different in that experience after you've seen something deeply or clearly like in that case i had i had seen so clearly the um the nature of it as a kind of a a pattern that was passed through a lot of, you know, through time. It was passed through time, that pattern. And so um, that understanding, while it wasn't active in the way, it wasn't like the that understanding was not able to, like, just let the pattern release when it came back. You know, the, the pattern came back, the, the self-hatred arose, and I was feeling the self-hatred. And it was a little bit of a surprise to feel that, but still there was the understanding, there was the knowledge. This is conditioned. Even though that knowledge or that understanding wasn't quite strong enough to have the mind release the pattern, the knowledge was there. And what I'd say was, was the benefit, what I really felt in the subsequent weeks of that particular retreat, was that that understanding of the conditioned nature of the pattern it was like at that, at the, at the intellectual, at the reflective le- level, I knew this is not who I am. So there was a, a a weakening of the identification with the pattern. So having, having seen that it, it, it in that, in that previous time, having so clearly seen it was not me making it happen that memory or that understanding carried through and so what what we can do i think one of the the biggest um ways to work with a pattern that comes back after we've seen it clearly is to recognize or to kind of uh, remind ourselves of the understanding of the wisdom of the insight that we had. And so for myself, it's like, well, this is conditioned. I could just remind myself that this is conditioned. And I could see, you know, I can see that the mind is a little bit caught by the pattern. It was, it was coming up. It was still happening, but I could know that it was just the mind being caught in that moment. This is, this is actually the way that we can start to see delusion working. When we have seen something clearly, when we've seen through some particular pattern, in this case, the, the seeing through was around conditioning. So there, it was like I was less believing of the identification even though the identification was happening. It's like some part of my mind knew you don't have to believe this, even though there was the identification happening. And so that that bringing up, that bringing up or remembering of that wisdom allowed there to be much more space to meet that pattern over the next few weeks as it came up over and over again this was I sometimes called this particular three month retreat that I I did my self hatred retreat because self hatred came up so often and so the the um the that that one moment of understanding oh this is conditioned this is just based on history it was almost like a psychological understanding of like where this particular pattern came from in my life It was kind of a psychological understanding, a psychological insight. And so reminding myself of that insight or that understanding, this is just conditioned. It's just a conditioned pattern. That created a lot of space to allow there to be much more ease with the fact that that pattern was arising. And so I think this is one way that when we've when we've seen through a pattern you know when we've we've seen you know sometimes when we see a pattern and we have a kind of an insight into it it just feels so obvious in that moment it's like how could i how could i ever get caught by this it just seems so obvious that this is not helpful and it's like this is this is not this is not the way the mind needs to do things and the mind can let go of it but it it it's not so obvious actually that moment of insight that moment of understanding is a moment where the wisdom is strong and able to kind of break through our usual way of relating to the world and so it's not it's not actually i mean it feels obvious in that moment but it's not actually so obvious as you know, a couple a couple hours or days or weeks later when the pattern comes back. And it's like, what was it that I remember? What was it that I knew? Why can't I see through this again? And so I think a big piece of, of working with the patterns when they come back is, first of all, just recognizing that this is part of how the practice works. It's not a mistake. It's not something you did wrong. It's just the conditions are are um, such that the pattern or the momentum of the pattern is a little bit stronger than the momentum of the wisdom that saw through the pattern the last time. And so, but what I've seen over and over again with this kind of thing is that having had some of that understanding can make it easier to meet that pattern without judgment without extra uh, arrows added to it. It, it. it could become, at a certain point, it's like, oh, this is just that thing arising again. This is just self-hatred arising. And I can be with this. It's really, in, in a way, the identification in some ways is the, the thing that, you know, when, when we identify strongly with a pattern like that, that's where the mind gets really hooked and thinks it's a problem but when it's just seen as oh this is just an arising pattern it's just this thing arising like it's arisen thousands of times before and probably will keep arising many times in the future and mindfulness can know it mindfulness can meet it mindfulness can be curious about what's here with it and so the 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 work really after having seen and the question was you know how do we work with habits that keep arising even though we've seen through them you know i think it, the 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 main answer is to just keep working with it but one one thing that we may be able to do is to kind of remember what we learned before like consciously bring that into our minds like for myself, in that case, the remembering, this is just conditioned. We can remind ourselves of the wisdom that we have learned. And one thing I've seen, this is this is the last piece I'll share, and then I'll open it to questions. Um, sometimes when we have some kind of an understanding or an insight into a habit or a pattern, there's a way that sometimes, not always, But sometimes it will articulate, the understanding will articulate itself in our minds. It's like the insight or the understanding speaks to us. Like in that case, it's like, oh, this is conditioned. And those people who participated in this, it was conditioned for them too. And it was just like, so there was kind of like the the sense of, this is a a conditioned pattern that goes back through time. That's kind of how it expressed itself in my mind. And what I found is that whatever language the mind used to express its understanding, that language can be very powerful for us to help us remember or connect with what we had learned and so you know whatever what, however you understand that however your your mind has kind of expressed it to itself and 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 it, it might be it might be something simple like another another time um it was like oh this is just a thought you know that was an, another insight the mind had around self-hatred it's like oh this is just a thought that's arising in the mind and so that's how it expressed itself it's like this is just a thought and for the next few days that expression ended up being very powerful it almost like it's like that that expression of wisdom helped the mind at times to remember it remember that deep, more deeply. For the next few days, right after I had that, this is just a thought understanding. When I brought that memory, it's like bringing that thought into my mind, almost brought the memory of the understanding into the mind, which created a little bit more of the conditions for the wisdom to be a little more available and, you know, what I've seen with this kind of thing, too, is that it, it it can work, that kind of bringing in the thought to reconnect with the wisdom that's learned. You know, sometimes it can it can work for the next few days or few weeks or some period of time during which that it's kind of accessible, that understanding or that wisdom is accessible through the kind of the remembering of that having seen through that pattern so clearly. And then, it, then even that can fade. And so one of, the, one of the takeaways here is that these understandings, these wisdom, this insight that arises in this way, this too is impermanent. You know, these wisdoms are impermanent. They arise, they pass away. There's some, there's some measure of being able to connect or remember and you know, kind of connect intellectually with what we had remembered. But it may or may not like open us into that understanding again. And again, this doesn't seem to be something. It's, it's like I've seen this so many times in my own practice and have heard other people describe it. It's like this seems to be part of how it works. So if we can, you know, let go of any judgment or any sense of I must be doing it wrong. That's a big part of how to work with these patterns that keep coming back. They will come back for a really long time. And yet we can also see them weaken. It's not, it's not often that we see a pattern just kind of like get like cut and we never see it again. That that doesn't happen that often. There are times when we can see something really um, kind of clearly see it uh, and understand a pattern really clearly and deeply, and it it really weakens the pattern. Sometimes we can we can see in a moment something getting really weakened, but mostly mostly in my experience, the weakening of these habits and patterns is so gradual as to almost be imperceptible we see through something in a moment and we have a taste of what it's like without it in a moment the taste of that freedom to be free from pattern of anger or frustration or procrastination or self-hatred or whatever it is we we taste the freedom of it and yet it keeps coming back and yet there's there's you know looking back over a long stretch of time, you know, the Dalai Lama encourages us, like, don't try to look back every day or every week or even every month as to what have I learned this month. But looking back over five years or even longer, we can begin to recognize, yeah, that pattern is not as strong as it was. And we may get a taste of that in a moment when we see something happen in our lives, and we realize, oh, I'm not reacting you know, in the way that I used to. And so we we do get the sense over a longer stretch of time that these patterns do weaken over time. So any comments or reflections or questions? Yeah, Ali.
1: Hi, Andrea. Thank you for your talk. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring another piece uh, under under this that is present in the patterns. It's on a relationship with the, another, uh, you know, friend. Uh, I, I think there is uh, forgiveness also in me. This is what I'm thinking that needs to happen there because of the memory that comes up. You know, with the thought that I had about him. Uh, you know, folks in the pandemic don't do this, and then that thought has become uh strong. So whenever I speak with him or whatnot, that kind of like uh, uh kicks in and kind of like changes my behavior with that person. Uh so I guess I haven't you know forgiven him so there is that peace in there also uh but uh, there's a memory always kicks in yeah. that behavior that you know you were discussing in the earlier part of the your talk in the relationship uh so uh Anyway, I just thought if you have something to add on to that, because on these things that I solidify, there is I need to create that forgiveness based on the thought that I have. I mean, all thoughts are illusory, and mind, are anyway. Uh,
0: and, but- and what is happening is the mind is picking it up. You know, it is kind of picking up that thought and um, believing it in that moment. And the forgiveness. I mean, we we we, we can explore the possibility of forgiveness. And there's, you know, there's kind of practices we can explore there. But I think one of the big things around forgiveness, at least for me, I mean, I think uh, in that in that example I described where I saw, oh, this is conditioned. This is conditioned back and back and back. You know, and I, it's not only like I saw that it was conditioned for me. It's like I saw how that person treated me was conditioned for their history. And then they had history. And they had, so it's like just through time, understanding that. And that was a tremendous amount of forgiveness that happened in that moment. Because of understanding, it's like, well, that person was doing the best they could, you know, they're also conditioned. And so sometimes the reflection on the conditioned nature of our own experience, and also on other people are are conditioned, you know, it's like the the the, the choices that we make, are often not really our own, I mean they're they're not st- strictly our own. They are, they are we make our choices in a moment, but they are so informed and embedded in a whole history and conditioning. And so sometimes that kind of reflection may create a little bit of space for there to be some forgiveness. And it's not, it's not, I mean, the forgiveness is is interesting. I mean, it wasn't so much that I In that in that case, it's not like I I thought. Well, it's okay that that happened, but it's like, well, it happened, and um, you know, the 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 person can be forgiven. The actions. I think that's that's one that's that's a kind of misunderstanding we sometimes have around forgiveness. We think we we have to forgive the actions, but it's it's more that we can acknowledge that, well, the the action may not be skillful. But I don't have to kind of close my heart against the person because the person is often, I mean, often just doing the best they can. So that kind of reflection may support the movement towards towards compassion and towards uh, forgiveness. So... Those are, those are just a few reflections. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Another piece I think that's... I just want to thank you. For- oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I I wanted to thank you for sharing so honestly. It just helps immensely with my own patterns and... It's encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I do it. (laughs) Yeah. The other thing that is useful, I mean, I think often we have, in seeing a pattern come back over and over again, you know, there's often a tendency towards self-judgment. There's a tendency towards, I should know better. You know, it's like we've seen through it once and and the sense of I should know better. That I hear that a lot. lot. I hear that a lot from people. And so something to reflect on there too is that, that um that tendency towards self-judgment is also just another pattern. And what we are doing, you know, like the 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 thing that we're judging ourselves about, you know, we, we're we're picking up the delusion that I can control the pattern when we think I should know better. So the you know the idea like I should know better than to get caught in this anger again, you know. It's like yes. well, but the 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 pattern is just its pattern. And, and the idea that I should know better, that I should somehow be able to control it is like picking up the delusion that there's a self that can control that, that anger. The anger, the, the pattern that we're working with, it's not self. And so the, the, sometimes what I, I, a wisdom that I have kind of used or brought in is, well, if I can't control it, The Buddha said that that is an indication of not self. So that's what I can notice here. You know, it's like, okay, this, yeah, I can't control this. So, and the Buddha said, well, it's not controllable because it's not self. It's not a failure of mine that I can't control it. It's not controllable because it's not self. And so this this actually can begin to open us this kind of thing, you know, this kind of thing where we think I should know better. It's like, well, the, the thing I think I should know better about, that's just something that's not controllable. It's not self. And so there's not self is staring us in the face all over the place. It's just that we don't really quite notice it, and so you know, when we when we've seen through a pattern or a habit, and we see it come back, we can remind ourselves potentially of, well, it's not self; it's just it's just this pattern re-emerging. So that that too, I found a helpful way to work with patterns that keep coming back. Is just to remind myself that, yeah, it's not controllable; it's not self. It's not, it's not controllable doesn't mean I'm a bad person or I'm doing it wrong or I'm a failure. It's not controllable means it's not controllable. It's not who I am. It is just a pattern that's arising in this moment.